Welcome to the Gateway Leadership Podcast. This is David Canastracy, and today we're talking about a supernatural prayer burden. We're continuing the conversation from our last broadcast where we looked at uh, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30, where Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find rest for your soul. I find leaders need rest for their souls. I find leaders to be people that are burdened down with weariness. But here's the last phrase. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus has a burden. He wants to share that burden with you, but he wants to free you from every ungodly burden that you are carrying. The burden of your guilt, the burden of your sins, the burden of false responsibility, Leadership is actually really about identifying what we're supposed to pick up and what we're supposed to let go. Now, here's what I want to say to us. Think about where you are right now. If you're doing music ministry or you're, you're uh, teaching the word or you're a songwriter or you're an intercessor or you teach youth, whatever it is, you probably got where you are today through a series of burdens that God gave to you. You didn't get into children's ministry because it was your idea. You got into it and you've stayed into it for years and years and years. That's the burden that is on your heart. Burdens are powerful. The burden to preach, the burden to prophesy, the burden to teach, the burden to build teams. What I want us to be aware of and learn to pay attention to is those impulses and burdens and impressions that we get from God that actually authorize us, drive us, move us forward and empower us to succeed in ministry. If you are doing something that you are unburdened for, that never was an impulse for you, you're probably not flourishing in it. If you're doing something today because God put it in your heart, the way you pray, the way you minister, that, that God really gave that to you, he released something into you, you got to where you are today because of a burden. I can tell you that in my life, almost every major decision I ever made, whether it was to move our church or move our home, it wasn't because I was listening to people. It was because I was feeling something deep inside. People aren't going to come to you and say, we need to move the church. <laughs> people aren't going to come to you and say, we need to get a different house or we need to start this ministry. or what. They might. People will try to put things on you at times. But the things that really matter in life actually come from your heart from the heart of Jesus. They rise up on the inside of you. What I think makes an effective leader is somebody who can really feel what Jesus feels and move in the power of that for their life. And that may look different from one leader um, to another leader, but I can tell you that all leadership, all ministry, anything that changes the world starts with a burden that comes from the heart of God. Let me give you seven levels of a supernatural burden. This might help you to understand how burdens work. The lightest level of a burden, if we could call it at this spectrum, like going from lighter to heavier, would be a revelation. A light comes on and you have an idea, you know, something pops. It doesn't feel like a normal thought. It feels like an aha. And that would be perhaps the beginning of a burden, but then it goes to step two, which is what I would call a lingering sense I could always know it's from the Lord if it never goes away. A notion, N-O-T-I-O-N, a notion will hit you, and then a day later you might not have even remembered that you had that thought. 
that might not be the Lord. It would just be a notion. But that dream that keeps pounding in you, that phrase that keeps coming to you, that thought that is on you when you wake up in the morning, it's just right there. That's usually the beginning of a burden, that lingering sense. The third thing is an impulse to act. Now, I don't mean, I'm not talking about carnal impulses, <laughs> like uh, the impulse to eat a cinnamon roll. That may not be from the Lord. That would just be from you. But that thing that you feel like, I need to call Joe. Like, I need to call him. I don't know what's going on. I need to call him. I woke up uh, recently, and Kathy and I do a swim class every Monday, and most every Monday we go, and for some reason she wasn't going to go. I forget what it was, and it was a real great opportunity for me to say, okay, I'm not going to go either. I'm not going to go. And that was actually where I was in my head, but inside I was thinking, I need to get to this class. I, I don't know. I can't even tell you why. There wasn't a reason. I'm not a supernatural disciplined person, but I knew I needed to be at this class. And I had a funny thought as I drove, and I left Marv, and I said, I'm going to the class. I had a funny thought. Maybe I'll see this guy. His, I won't say his name, but this guy I've been sharing the Lord with. Maybe I'll see him. And he comes about once every other month. But guess who showed up for class that day? So he walks in, and we do the class. And then after the class, I get into the hot tub. And guess who sits down right next to me? He doesn't know the Lord. This is what he says to me, word for word. I said, hey, how's it going? He said, good. Since you do what you do, let me ask you, what do I do about a burden of guilt that I've been carrying for years in my life? Just like that. And right there, I start sharing the gospel. I have to say, I've never been so eloquent. I mean, I got, because there you are, you're in the hot tub. You got to get it out. You can't, you know, you can't talk forever. You got to, and he made a couple of comments. He asked a couple of questions. I was like, I was on point. It was a God moment. And this guy's face, you could just see like the, the things I was saying were hitting him. You guys know how many times God wants to put an impulse into you. You need to do this now. And you won't know in your brain why you need to do it now. But you need to pay attention to that. Those are the kinds of things that make eternal difference in people's lives. That impulse to call someone. That impulse to prophesy to someone. That impulse to prophesy before you even know what the word is. I need to give... Joe a word, and I, I don't have it yet, but that impulse, and you can just lean into that, and something starts to happen. The Holy Spirit is nudging you to act. Number four, level four, is a leading. I would call a leading a more developed sense of an impression or a course of action. Being led to start a ministry, and God starts to fill in the gaps, and he starts to show you how to do it, and it's like a leading, and we need to pay attention to that. Then there's level five, which is a burning desire. You know, Jeremiah talked about, I have a fire in my bones. How many of you think that's a burden? <laughs> when your bones are on fire, God is communicating to you. And, and it's not your selfish ambition. This is something that is coming from heaven through the Holy Spirit into your, into your personality 
that's got to happen. It's a burning desire. Then level six is a burden. I would call it a full-on burden. That thing would stay on your life. A burden to pray, a burden to intercede, a burden for America, a burden for uh, trafficked uh, young girls, something that never goes away. You just carry it. And by the way, just because you have a burden, don't try to put it on somebody else. God didn't give it to somebody else. Don't get mad at people who don't have the same burden for you. That's one of the classic signs that uh, you're carrying a little too much or you're carrying it incorrectly. You think that everyone should feel the way you feel. And what you would do then is like a religious leader, <laughs> put a burden on someone. This is what Jesus said to the Pharisees. Don't do that to people. You're putting people, you're putting things on people that I didn't put on them. The question is, what did he want you to do? And, and so that's a, a burden. Number seven is something we've been hearing about, and that's mantles. I think a mantle is a lifelong burden and empowerment. Uh, it's, a, it's something that never leaves you. It becomes your identity. Like a mantle, you just carry it all the time. You don't pick it up and set it down. It's on you 24-7. And I believe the people that change the world are people that carry burdens and mantles. And, and they know what their assignment is and they know what, what their place is. What about you? What are you wearing? What are you carrying with you all the time? Identify that. Covet it. Pray into that. Lean into that. And, and begin to... Um, Realize this is a deep work of the Holy Spirit in your life. A burden could come to you instantly. It could come to you gradually. It may stay for a season of time on your life, or it, it may be a mantle that stays on you for the rest of your life. What is God doing? He's increasing his pressure. He's guiding you. He's leading you. Burdens are guiding you. They're authorizing you. It's amazing you can find the energy to do something if you have a burden for it. But if you don't have a burden for it, it's exhausting. Oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this, you know. Burdens, uh, you feel them. That's something I want to mention in this podcast. You feel a burden deeply. A couple of verses, Isaiah chapter 21, verse 2 and 3. Isaiah said, I've received a distressing message. For this reason, my stomach churns, cramps overwhelm me, like the contractions of a woman in labor. What is he describing there? He's describing a burden that's on his life. You know, I'm saying it's light and it's easy, but it will affect you. Can I ask you, what is moving you right now as a leader? What moves you? What makes your stomach hurt? Pay attention to whatever that is, to put it in the J.B. Phillips language. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 16, he said, For I take no special pride in the fact that I preach the gospel. I feel compelled. He said, don't give me a brownie point for preaching. He said, I should be utterly miserable if I failed to preach. In other words, this thing is on me and it moves me every day. The Passion Translation of that same verse 1 Corinthians 9, 16 has it this way. It would be agony to me 
if I did not constantly preach the gospel, it would be agony. What's moving deep inside you? Pay attention to that. And what I feel so deeply for us right now is, is this thing about prayer. I want to now begin to talk about a prayer burden because you can't really pray and seek God if you're not burdened to do it. It's got to catch fire on the inside of you. And you either have that hunger for God or you don't. You have a burden to pray for the lost or you don't. If you don't have it, there could be a couple of reasons. Maybe you're numb. Maybe you touched uh, the narke. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe you're traumatized by everything that's happened. Whatever it is, you're in a, you're in a condition where that, that numbness needs to be broken and God wants to uh, reveal a heart of flesh that he can then burden you with his, uh, with his proper burdens. But I believe that we're living in such a time. It's a time of tremendous need in our nation and in the world. I mean, you look at what's happening in China, Hong Kong, Iran right now. Iran is in a tremendous upheaval. And, uh, and I believe God is wanting to do something great right now in America, in China, in, in places where the, the birth pangs are strong. I look around at the young people of our culture. I think about the laws they're passing here in the state of California. Have you guys seen some of the laws they're passing? It's crazy what they're teaching elementary school age children. It is unbelievable. It moves me. I wake up with it. I think about it. And it's not maybe necessarily the thing that I'm going to do. I have my assignment. My assignment is not going to be to go to the schools and go to the Capitol and, and, and take that challenge on. That I care about it is one thing, but it's not my assignment. What do I do with it then? If I care, but it's not my assignment, what do I do? I start moving into prayer. That's, that's the beauty of the supernatural prayer burden, to be able to touch a wide range of things that are important that I can't actually fix. I can't dedicate the rest of my life to it. But I can say, Lord, I'm going to be an intercessor and I'm going to carry this. The issue of human trafficking, the, the issue of whatever it is. God, let God put on you the burden that he has for you. Does that mean you should change your career? Maybe not. Well, what do I do with it? It's like fire in my bones. You got to pray it out. Because if you are just angry or hurt or upset about it and you don't do something with it, you don't turn that into energy, it'll weigh you down. It'll actually destroy you. But if you can take that passion and pray it out and become an intercessor, it takes the burden. That's where it becomes light again. And you pray it through. I think, I don't, I don't know if we really know anymore how to pray until the burden lifts. But that's a real place in God. You pray until you get to the point where it lifts and you say, it's done. I believe it's done. And whether it was an angel that was assigned or whatever, whatever happened, because you prayed, you come to a certain point, the burden is there, the burden is there, the burden is there, but then at some point, the burden lifts and God gives you peace, and your boat isn't sinking, but you've, you've really been a vessel for the Lord. How many understand what I'm talking about? So the prayer thing, I think, it's not just for intercessors. Let's not 
let's not take prayer burden and put it on certain people in the body of Christ. Every person that knows Jesus should carry a burden. Every person that knows Jesus should feel impulses from time to time. And every person that knows Jesus should have the Holy Spirit on the inside of them, empowering them, Romans 8, to pray until that burden lifts. And this is something, guys, you don't hear a lot of podcasts about leadership prayer. You hear a lot about marketing and structures and podcasts and videos and all all those things. And I'm nobody special, but I'm just ringing the bell here and I'm saying, look, if you really want to know what leadership is, you can't be a leader without a burden. And if you have a burden, you can't go where you need to go apart from becoming an intercessor and carrying that burden. In future podcasts, I want to talk to you about going to the garden with Jesus, where he says, won't you, won't you come and share this burden with me? Could you do this for an hour? Would you stay up with me? Would you, would you partner with me, see, and come to, the, come to Gethsemane, which is the oil press, come to the, come to the place where I might squeeze you. I won't crush you, but I'll, I'll squeeze you until the oil comes out. When was the last time you let the Lord squeeze your heart until the oil comes out? That's that place of prayer. And I just feel it so deeply. I want to ask you, my team, my listener, if you'll join me in increased prayer in the year that is ahead. If God will grace you, I'm not asking you to discipline yourself. I'm asking you, will you allow... God, the Holy Spirit, to put something in the inside of you, will you give him permission to do that? That will actually empower you and give you the energy. Because if your answer is yes, he'll do it. But if you pray or preach or serve or do anything for God out of obligation and duty, it's just another dead work. But wherever you are regarding prayer today, would you open yourself and say, Lord, I'm willing to go a little further with you. I want to carry some needs that I haven't been carrying and I want to I want to be a person of prayer. I think if you'll do that, God will do awesome things with you. Last few minutes of this podcast. Let me give you five spiritual applications for this whole topic. Number 1, ask Jesus to share his burden with you. I don't want to give you the burden. And you know what? Don't let people give you the burden because they'll try. People will say, why don't you preach on this? Why don't you do this? We should be, somebody needs to do this. Don't don't worry about that. Just ask Jesus what you need to be burdened about. Lord, what is it that, that I need to take up? You know, you're in relationship with him. You want this. You want him to give you his burden. That's number one. Number two, pay attention to what you're feeling. What What's... What's the engine on the inside of you? What's the, what's the thing that you wake up feeling and thinking about? And you want to push it aside because it's not really a convenient thought or <laughs> an appropriate thought or, or, or whatever. I want you to notice what Jesus is doing in your heart. Pay attention to that. Number three, discern the source of the burden. Because not everything that you feel is truly the Spirit of God. 
some things is going to be the pizza you ate last night or the movie that you watched or the sermon that you heard. Some things is going to be the enemy trying to put stuff on you. There are yokes that are not from the Lord. So, you know, this whole idea of burdens requires discernment. Is this truly the Spirit of God? And, and how does this play out in my life? Or is this someone else's burden or my guilt or my shame or my fear? We get really messed up as leaders when we lead out of guilt and shame and fear. So we want to lead out of passion and lead out of our burden. Number four, lean into it in prayer. What do I do with this feeling? Take it into your prayer life. One of the reasons why I think it's a smart idea to journal is because, even, and I don't mean you have to write Dear Diary, you know, and, and do paragraphs and paragraphs, but just have a spot where you can write things down. Because if it came to you on Tuesday, then 10 days later, you can look back at it and go, you know what, that, that is still on me. That's the Lord. God is talking to me. Um, so lean into it. Bring it into your prayer life. Let it come out of your mouth. If it's a real burden, you're going to feel like talking about it. You're going to feel like singing it out and prophesying it out. It's going to want to come out of your mouth. And if it wants to come out of your mouth, it's clean and righteous, and it's the Lord, and it's light. I think you've discovered your burden. The last piece of this is to connect with people that share that burden. You have to be with people that get this. And don't get mad, by the way. Don't get mad if people don't get your burden. Don't. It's, it's not an offense if somebody doesn't care as deeply. I have certain things that I care about. It just, it's on me, but I can't put that on everybody. That's bondage. And I can't get mad at you if you don't feel what I feel. Let people feel what the Lord is assigning to them, all right? That doesn't mean I'm not spiritual. If I don't care about this cause and I don't, you know, I, please don't look for someone else to validate your passion by having the equal passion. Just carry your passion. Each man carries their own burden. That's the way it's got to work, right? And then when we get in trouble, we, we help each other. But connect with people. Don't be alone in your spiritual burden because that's a very isolating feeling. Get with people who share your burden and your passion and move together in it. Uh, prayer brings movement. Burdens bring movement. It'll start to happen. We're going to have more on burdens in future episodes of the Gateway Leadership Podcast. But I'd like to pray and release to you, my brother, my sister, because I believe I'm authorized to do this. I want to pray and release to you a new season of you sensing and knowing the burden and passion of your heart, because that's the beginning of leadership. That's the beginning of change. It's the beginning of all ministry. May I pray for you? Father in heaven, I thank you for releasing the very passion of Jesus, the impulses, the nudges of the Holy Spirit, those supernaturally transmitted moments that tell us when to go to the gym and when to move, when to start a ministry and what to say. All of that, Lord. We want every inch of your burden. And we want to live a shared, yoked life with Jesus. And Lord, we're going to get this wrong if you don't help us and clarify it, but I pray for a, an ability to come on us, Lord, that will 
challenge us and change the way we do ministry. I thank you for this, Lord. Teach us to pray. Teach us to feel what you feel. Teach us to be led by the Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it for the Gateway Leadership Podcast. I look forward to being with you in a future episode. Until next time, I encourage you to keep moving forward, keep inspiring people, and keep sharing that yoke with Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Gateway Leadership Podcast with David Kim Stracy, inspiring you to lead in every area of life. We'll be releasing a new episode every month, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Gateway City Church is one church that meets in multiple cities. To find us or to learn more, visit mygatewaycity.church. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you right here next month.